trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Yes, and welcome. I, I thought I hadn't pressed the unmute button for a second there. Welcome officially back to the Topical Resort. We are on the 33rd episode. And today we're going to be talking about the Sega Saturn, because, well, we're close to the Japanese anniversary of the Sega Saturn's release. I believe it is sometime next week. And, well, what better time to do it than right now, during the winter, actually, because I I think I elaborated on this in my um, blog post, but I can't actually remember if I did or not, because I think I might have ended up deleting it, or deleting that part of it, but... um. Yeah, in the summer we focused a lot more on handhelds because, you know, you're out and about in the summer and therefore you're not going to be sat indoors playing consoles. We focused on handhelds during the summer and then during the autumn, or autumn and winter, we've been focusing on, well, consoles because, you know, you're back inside and that's the time you're going to be playing on your consoles. So that's why we've been focusing so much that way around rather than, you know, a mixture. But yes, they were going to be having a look at the Saturn. So... Some artists aren't appreciated in their own time, or in this case, if you ask the Sonic community, they'd tell you it's just a bunch of colours thrown onto a blank canvas. Others may disagree, but my general consensus is that the rest of the Sega community seems to suggest that the Saturn is an amazing console, so why don't we pay tribute to it? Welcome to the Topical Resort, and today we'll be looking at the Sega Saturn. And first of all, we're going to start you off with a track from a game which you all know, and you all know this song. But it's a game none of us can afford. It's Burning Rangers, and this is We Are Burning Rangers, the English version, right here on Radio Sega.
give up. Don't say you wanna cry. Don't forget your smile. Coming in, hold on tight. Power of our teamwork overcomes all. Must be the light of 
And we are officially opening the resort today, so welcome to the Topka Resort. I, as always, am your host, Viper, and for the next two hours, we got you some of the finest in Sega Saturn music, facts, talk, and all that good stuff. So what we just played for you there was from Sega Rally Championship, the Saturn version. And um, I, I have to disagree, because Jamie said it was not worth turning up. Shameful. Get out of my presence, you know. Yeah, but that was My Dear Friend Rally, and I absolutely adore that track, and I think uh, plenty of people do, considering how much of an RS classic it's become over the years, you know, with the slogan being so recognisable <laughs> throughout throughout Radio Sega. And that was that was also, um, well, that was my pick, but that was also requested by um, Shaddix Croft, who might or might not be with us at the moment, I have no clue. But yes, uh, currently in the chat we have Jamie... We have Doan, we had Lamanic a bit earlier, we have Twinny, we have II, and pretty much it. As for now, maybe some people are lurking, who knows. But anyway, um, I did promise something on Twitter, which I should probably do, because um, after the end of last episode, uh, the Jet Set Radio episode, Jet Set Radio Live um, finally... Um, uh, finally, that's not the right word. Uh, Jet Radio Live um, actually retweeted all of our um, stuff, and I I say finally because (laughs) um, I I don't actually know why I said finally, but whatever. Um, Yes, the Jet Radio Live retweeted all of our uh, Jet Radio related tweets from when we did the episode, and um, what that meant was we got tons and tons and tons and tons (laughs) of responses to our tweets. So, um, yeah, we're going to be going through the responses to the topical thesis in particular, since we got six responses to that last time I checked. So, uh, yeah, these all came out, these all came through after the show had ended, so that's why I had no time to read them out earlier. So, if I read this, so our first response came from Eoin Fitzgerald, I'm going to guess that is, at just, at just Ginger. You said 100% yes. Oh, by the way, I should probably remind you of what the, um, what it actually was in the first place. Um, So, the topic of this was, should Jet Set Radio Future come to PC? And, um, at Just Ginger said, 100% yes, Jet Set Radio is a -a two-of-a-kind experience, and I want as many people to experience Jet Set Radio as much as possible. Um, We also had a response from Blaze Jungbluth, who said, or at Spin-77, who said, something needs a break, the other series need time to shine. Yes, Jet Set Radio Future HD and a new Jet Set Radio Future would be great. Uh, we also had a response from MMMMM, Entrails Gaming, at Impaled on a Pyre. Should it be made hell, should the Earth keep orbiting the sun? I can't read. What a silly question. Understand, 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 understand. At Sega, show us Jet Set Radio HD, or Jet Set Radio Future HD love. I said a response from Tony Lyons at Leota Sun. Yes, yes, and yes. Please make it happen and bring it to the hashtag Nintendo Switch. Another response from Rusty Shackleford at McFurburglow661. Also, a new Jet Set Radio game, please. Uh, X, X Aaron, Aaron T. Starks X at Starky Love Century said, Yes, it should happen. Or at least give the current version of the Xbox One X backwards compatible update with a stable frame rate and the 16 by AF. And finally, uh, this is clearly somebody taking advantage of the new um, of the new character limit for not only Twitter but also the new character limit limit for uh, usernames because at Lan Fair Chui 
Antisilio at VegExe. He said, while giving Microsoft the green light to add the game to backwards compatibility list would be nice, I do think that Sega could make some profit off an HD re-release. So literally everyone there agreed. There was one, one person who seemed to actually disagree with the statement there. So yes, it seems to be that everyone is in favour for Jetset Radio Future PC or an HD version. So, with that in mind, um, we're actually going to talk about the Saturn a bit now because that's what this episode's about. It's not about Jet Set Radio Future or Jet Set Radio Live. Um, so, the Sega Saturn, it was the Sega's fifth generation console despite the fact that 32X in the US was going to be the uh, the next gen console. They, they flip-flopped that decision and instead decided to make the Saturn the next generation system, which which can be viewed as a good or bad idea depending on how much you love 32X, but not many people seem to. Um, aside from that, it did decently well, and I don't really want to get into like the history and background details too much, because we're going to be saving that for next talk bed. But yeah, it had a lot of great games, or at least a lot of great first party games, third party support was lacking. But there's so many great th- first-party games under Saturn, why would you want to play any third-party games anyway? And besides, if you want to play multi-platform games, go over to PlayStation U, because that's where the best multi-platform is going to be. But here, we've just got some pure Sega goodness. You know, none of the, none of that uh, EA over here, you know. But yes, um, we also we now have Electric Boogaloo in the chat. Our regular um, Sega Education um, sharer, I guess, yeah. Sharer of Sega Education. Um, he's also talking or replying to the fact that earlier I said Burning Rangers is a game none of us can afford because uh, he has a US copy of the game, which is aka the most expensive copy of the game. So, and it's also in English, unlike the Japanese version, which I was tempted to buy because I really want to play the game. Um, yeah, he owns a legit US version of the game, which is. I want to say annoying, but at the same time, <laughs> lucky, lucky, lucky. But in, aside from that, we got uh, Jamie just completely being in awe at the fact that Electric Fugler has a loose disc of Burning Rangers. But yeah, I think it's I think it's time to go into so, some more music right now because you know there should be a big emphasis on music because just how much awesome Sega Saturn music there is to select from. And um, this one's quite an obvious track. For the most part, I haven't tried to convert like too many obvious tracks. Like no, like you know, <laughs> no like Sonic R tracks. Is that? Oh, there is Sonic R tracks, but not one that's too obvious. But you know, want to sort of give a well-rounded look at the sound, not just the popular stuff. So, but unfortunately, this is one of the popular ones as of recent. So, from Cyber Speedway, Grand Chaser. This is a Radio Sega current. Oh, it's not a classic. This is a Radio Sega modern. Radio Sega hit. This is Cyber Speedway Grand Chasers Tabitha, right here on the Topical Resort.
on Radio Sega.
HD History. And once again, we are back right here on the Jobka Resort playing you the Sega Saturn's library of great tunes. Oh dear, so what you just had that was from Daytona USA, the Saturn version, that was Sky High. Um, a lot of these games, that, or a few of these games we've been playing, have... Or, let's try that again. A few of the games that we have been playing music from tonight have been um, arcade ports, with those ones in particular. I think both Sega Rally Championship and Daytona USA, however, actually have better music on the Saturn ports than they do on the arcade counterparts. My dear friend Rally in particular sounds a lot nicer than the arcade version, so does Sky High. The mixing is just a lot nicer on Sky High on the Saturn version, but yeah, so that's what you heard there, That or oh, that was the last track you heard there, Sky High from Daytona USA Saturn, and before that from South Speedway, Grand Chaser, that was Tabitha, and up next is Hasty History, and it's fairly obvious to see what Hasty History is about, judging by the title, although if you haven't figured it out yet, um, it should be fairly easy to, but I'm going to tell you anyway, apologies. Um, so Hasty History is where I go through the history of something relating to the topic of the episode as quickly as possible. And in this case, obviously, what else would we go for but the Sega Saturn? So why don't we start it off right now. The Sega Saturn was first released on November 22nd, 1994 in Japan. It was in development from 1992 onwards, because apparently the Mega Drive was doing badly. Now, of course I'm joking, but why would you need to develop something? in, Or why would you need to develop a new console in 1992 if... <laughs> the console you, you've already got on the market is working fine. Uh, the Saturn failed to move units in both the US and Europe due to a flawed marketing decision. With this marketing decision being the fact that the Saturn was launched four months ahead of its scheduled release in the US to get a head start on the PlayStation, heavily impacting sales. The console launched for nine, oh, $399 and the PlayStation launched for $299. I think it's fairly safe to tell who was going to win that battle. Um, although the console struggled in the West, it was actually hugely successful in the East, with the Saturn being considered the best performing Sega console in Japan in particular. Japan itself had over 1,400 exclusive titles that were never released anywhere else proving the extent of this popularity. And the console was discontinued in 1988, uh, 1998, the same year that the Dreamcast launched in Japan, in Japan, and almost one year before the US and European releases of the Dreamcast. In the end, the console ended up selling 9 million units across all territories. Not bad, all things considered, but, you know, not the best either. Uh, it... I like... I see the number for the Saturn, I see 9 million, and everyone says, that's really bad, that's really bad, but at the same time, 9 million units, there are consoles that have not even cracked the million barrier, but 9 million units overall isn't an especially bad number, I think it's just people from the US not actually taking into account the uh, Japanese sales as such, because I think 9 million, obviously that's not as good as other Sega consoles, but that is a pretty good number, all things considered. You know, it's not like it, it failed to sell units, because it's not like the Saturn's uncommon. It's a common console, and it's easy to find, all that sort of stuff. So if it's easy to find and isn't expensive, then surely it's not. <laughs> it, it didn't sell badly. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to have a look through the chat. Uh, Electric Boogaloo actually just posted a picture of his legit copy of Burning Rangers, then we can now have a proof that he's, he's the real deal, he's talking legit stuff, 
despite the fact that the case is a repro, the disc is in fact real. Uh, Jamie, being Jamie, is of course trying to prove that Nintendo and PlayStation are better than Sega. Remind me why you're in a Sega chat room if you do not want to talk. Or Sega chat room and Sega radio station, in fact. If you don't actually want to talk about Sega. You fake fan, you. Uh, but yeah, the PS1 and N64 are not better, despite what Jamie tells you. Uh, he's also arguing that the Saturn had no actual Sonic games, but it had so many good first-party Sega games. How can we complain about the lack of Sonic games in this case? Uh, aside from that, we also were just joined by Aju, also known as Alita, and a few other names previously, but now currently going under Aju. Um, <laughs> and actually, Lou says, "Go ahead and search that photo. You won't find it because I just because he just deleted the photo because he said he was only going to leave it up for five minutes." Um, we also got the fact of, uh, what else have we got actually? Uh, Jamie says, come on, didn't the Wii U do better than the Saturn? Yeah, it did. For some reason, I, I don't know why, I don't think the Wii U did as bad as everyone claimed it to either, but at the same time, it, it still did well. <laughs> and Jamie says, come on, I love Sega, go Sega! Get out of here! I, I don't trust you anymore, Jamie. I've been I've been hurt by you before. I, I will not put up with this anymore. You and your Nintendo love you. Since that N64 Mini's announced, you know the only thing he's going to be talking about on the Discord call-in. It's going to be the Sega Saturn, of course. But I think it is time we got into some more music. But before we get into some more music, why don't I tell you about the next? Why don't I tell you about the next? Um. Segment, which is the request resort, and the request resort is where you can send in music relating to the topic of the episode. You can send us in through many places. You can send us in through Discord, radioac.gf/discord. That's where all the main discussion goes on. That's also where you can send me a message saying what tracks you would like to hear on the show. And um, you've also got a few other places such as Twitter at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at the Green Vaporate. Uh, you can send us a message on Facebook at Radio Sega. You can send us an email topicalresort at gmail.com or you can send me a private message on the Radio Sega forums. I am Green Vibrate over there. So you've got all those places to be able to send in a request right now. Uh, Electric Boogaloo also said in the chat, question for everyone, what model Saturn do you have? A few months ago I would have I would have said I have a model I have a model I have a model one Japanese one and a model to um, European one. However, I recently actually sold my uh, European Saturn just to make room for the Japanese Saturn, which is good because I actually prefer um, playing Jap Japanese Saturn and I also prefer the prices because the prices are much <laughs> less harsh on the uh, Japanese Saturn, which is nice. On top of that, uh, we, we've also got the fact that I actually still have one European Saturn game that I can no longer play because I also sold my action replay, thinking, I won't need this, will I? Check shelf. Oh, that's a European game that I can't play anymore. Whoops. <laughs> but uh, we've also been joined by Skyblaze42 in the chat with a brief wave. That's the best kind of wave, you know, the wave that only goes on for a, a split second. But you still got the opportunity to request music uh, during the uh, during the song break. But we got quite a lot of songs, so I think I'm actually going to start off the song break right now. So, kicking off the request block is a track from Virtual Racing Saturn, as requested by Electric Boogaloo. This is Demonstration Two, which is an unused demonstration track. Enjoy. 
Request Resorts. I just want to give a round of applause to my radio software because despite the fact I actually had the Saturn track in the queue it went, do you know what, I'm not going to play the Saturn track I'm instead going to play the Mega Drive track so I just want to give a big thumbs up and congratulations to my radio software for playing a Mega Drive track instead of a Saturn track going on to your next request which by Jamie which was Rusty Ruin Zone Act 1 from Sonic 3D Blast for the Saturn Enjoy!
and welcome back after a very long uh, song break to the Topical Resort. What you just heard there was from Sega Touring Car Championship, more specifically the Saturn version. That was so high and that was a request by myself because I, I really like that track and I didn't put it anywhere on the show so I had to stick it in there. And before that was a request by Jamie and Mr. Wonderman, that was Man Man XTT Superbike. That was a joke request, that was Ride That Sheep. Which uh, seemed to be getting some interesting responses in the chat room. It's a joke track, guys. It's not a serious track. Of course, so all jokes aside, before that was a request from Electric Boogaloo from Astol. That was Into the Darkness. Uh, Electric Boogaloo in the chat actually thought I had forgotten that track and um, <laughs> accused me blatantly of forgetting them, but except I was a bit sly because 30 seconds later the track came on. Uh, see, I- I'm, not, I'm not as bad as you think I am, although I am fairly bad at forgetting things. So, and before that was a request from Twinny. That was not <laughs> that was not my doing. I am not I am not advocating Christmas music in November. From Nights into Dreams, also the Christmas night. Oh, actually, from the Christmas Nights demo, because it didn't appear in the original Nights Dreams. From Christmas Nights, that was Dream Bells, the um, song that plays on Spring Valley or Spring Valley Christmas during the Christmas Nights in Winter Nights, which is. November 25th to December 25th, I believe, are the dates of Christmas nights. Every other day it plays a different winter rendition of Christmas nights, or at least during the winter... Every day it plays a different winter rendition of uh, Spring Valley during the winter months, and then during the Christmas months... Uh, Christmas during every other month it just plays the normal Spring Valley. Sorry, I'm really bad at talking today. And before that was a track from a Sonic 3D Blast for the Saturn. That was Rusty Ruins and Act 1 as requested by Jamie, Mr. Wonderman, Jamie64326, uh, Mr. Rexy Wonder Fan, Mr. Rexy Spooky Fan, PTKS Green Vaporate, there's a lot of names. And um, incorrectly, my radio software instead decided to play the Mega Drive version of that track, which sounds completely different, because it was done by Jin Sonoi. Well, I actually don't think that one was done by Jin Sonoi, but it was done by, it was done by someone else. Not Richard Jakes, who did the Saturn soundtrack. So yeah, we got it wrong, I apologise. And starting off the block was a track from Virtual Racing, the Saturn version. That was Demonstration 2, which actually goes unused. That was a request by Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo does, in fact, point out that it's technically still full. However, Christmas Nights told me that it's currently winter. So therefore, I'm going to say it's winter. But now it is time for the part where I ramble, as if I haven't already been doing that one enough. But it's time where we ramble about the games on the request resort list. And my opinions on them, whether I think they're good or bad games, whether I think you should buy them, whether I think you should part what? I didn't say that one. Whether you think, uh, whether I think perhaps you should complete them, whether you, whether I think it has good music. Like, all those sort of factors we're going to take into account, but I'm going to have to be relatively quick, just because uh, that, that music break was a lot longer than I expected it to be. So. First up is Astal. Um, I actually don't know too much about Astal. Except I bel- <laughs> don't forget Wondersuck. Yes, that is on Jamie's name. Thank you. I'd forgotten about Wondersuck. Astal. I'm actually going to look up some gameplay while we talk here because I actually don't really know too much about Astal. Aside from, I think it's a. Um, I think it is a platformer. Yeah, okay, it is a platformer. But it, it's a bit of an odd game, really. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear like good things about Astal, but it's one of those games where I really want to um, play it, but prices have shot up, as we were talking about in the chat. 
I guess, I mean, if you want to... If you want to pay that sort of money, then go for it. Go right ahead, you know. But I can't justify spending that sort of money on a game. Perhaps I'll emulate it since I have actually got Saturn emulation working properly now. But yeah, um, can't re can't recommend buying that one at its current price. Bug and Bug 2. I'm going to bundle these together. I actually don't know too much about these games either, except they're Sega made, and I believe they're also platformers. Let's up. Let's look them up. Oh no, my computer keeps trying to lag. Um, what is it? Is it a platformer? It seems to be a platformer. I hear good things about this game as well. It's one of the games that people te seem to like really like in the uh, Discord chat room and go on about quite enough. So I guess maybe check this one out then. What could, what could possibly go wrong? Same with Bug 2. Check it out. Oh, it's a 2D platformer and. Uh, Lani Minella does all the voices in the US version. Haha, <laughs> I, I totally know who that is. If that was a joke, that joke would have flown right over my head. Um, aside from that, we have Baku Baku Animal. It's a quite weird, quirky, unique game, actually. Uh, I haven't played it myself, I want to play it, but... I, I was actually going to do a topical pre-sort for this episode, but... Um, yeah, my free time dwindles ever so slowly away. And the, the time that I do actually get, um, I'm too tired to do a stream. <laughs> and I, did, I didn't have enough time to also organise it as well, which was the issue. So, I would like to, I would have liked to have done a topical pre-sort on uh, the Sega Saturn and actually played some of these games, I had a better idea, but yeah. But I, I know a bit about Baku Baku Animal, I'd recommend you play this one. It is quite fun and quirky, honestly. Burning Rangers, obviously an absolute classic, great game. I'd highly recommend you play this one, I don't really need to say too much, because if you're listening to a Sega-related program, chances are you probably know about Burning Rangers. Christmas Nights, I feel like this is sort of the same, very fun game, I, I think I actually prefer it over the like standalone game, even though it's a demo, it's really fun, but so is the original game, but this is really, 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 really fun. Check it out, uh, unless you're in the US, where a US copy is really expensive, so in which case, check out a European or Japanese copy. Probably Japanese because there's no language barrier and it plays at proper speed. Uh, Clockwork Night and Clockwork Night 2. Fantastic, fantastic games. A lot of these seem to be platformers, but yeah, fantastic games. Highly recommend you check them out. Uh, Club Saturn. This is an album. More specifically, this is a remix album. Um, people tend to have mixed reactions towards this one. However, there's a few good tracks on there, so may maybe give it a download. Good luck finding like a real copy of it because I don't think that will happen. Uh, Cyber Speedway Grand Chaser. Great game, check it out. That's all I really have to say. I don't, I, I don't really know what else can be said. Cyber Troopers Virtual On. This is the classic here at Radio Sega because everyone, everyone loves Cyber Troopers Virtual On. I myself, I, I had played the arcade version like uh, for a few minutes in an emulator. If I had a prop, if I had proper controls, I think I would really enjoy it. But because I was playing it on an Xbox One controller, I wasn't playing it the real way, and I probably didn't enjoy it. And, I enjoyed it, but I couldn't get used to the controls, and that was the main issue there. So, if I was playing on a proper controller, I could highly recommend you Cyber Troopers Virtual On. Dark Savior, don't know too much about it. Daytona USA for the Saturn. The original version was a pretty botched version, however, later re releases fixed it. But that's because, once again, the US version of the Saturn was rushed out, and that's what happened as a result. Dragon Force 1 and 2, I hear they are very good RPGs. Uh, Dragon Force 2, I think, has finally been translated into English. Like, after all these years, there is finally an English patch for that game. 
maybe check it out. Um, aside from that, F1 Challenge. Um, anyone who likes a bit of Sega education should know that F1 Challenge was actually Richard Jake's first Sega game. And despite the fact that it was his first Sega game, his his first Sega game that he composed for, no one actually put it on the playlist. <laughs> That's what I was really confused about. Um, until Electric Boogaloo pointed it out, I didn't actually know we didn't have this on the playlist. I assume we would, considering how big how big fans of uh, Richard Jake's work we are, and especially since you know he he used to be a friend of the station. Yes, we're going really far back now for that one. Um, yes, so considering all those facts, I was really surprised that wasn't on the playlist, considering it was also his first. But, aside from that, the game itself is actually pretty good from what I saw of it when I was trying to get the soundtrack. Probably check that one out. Actually, I think I might... Ch I'm going to leave that open in another tab quickly, in the background. Uh... Sorry, I'm just looking this up because otherwise I'll forget. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I think I might be able to buy it at a cheap price. I might have to buy that then. Uh, yeah. Recommend you check out F1 Challenge. Fighters Megamix and Fighting Vipers. Fighters Megamix, very good game. You can fight as the Daytona Hornet. But no, it's just sort of, um. It's a crossover fighter between Fighting Vipers and Virtua Fighter 2, I believe it was. As well as a few guest characters. Um, yeah, quite a fun game, I'd recommend you check that one out. The Fighting Vipers, um... I actually have this game right beside me, I have the Japanese Saturn version because Pepsi Man is in it and therefore it is the best thing ever. I also think this is my only Saturn game to come with the Spine Card. Because I don't think any of my other games have the Spine Card. But yeah, um, in case you're wondering, yes, the Fighting Vipers was actually where I got my name from. It's a long story, but to cut it short, um, made a joint can joint channel on YouTube called called uh, Gaming Vipers because you know puns and all that. Because I was slightly I slightly started getting into Sega at the time, so yeah, made a channel called Gaming Vipers. I became Green Viper, um, and because my email address at the time um, had Nate in it, it then just <laughs> it just sort of dived from there to become. Um, to become Green Vaporate, and that's obviously what you all know me as today, because I've had usernames in the past, and I'm sure I'll have maybe usernames in the future. Oh, that's a good point. Electric Piglou says make sure I get the US or, or PAL versions of F1 Challenge, because the Japanese version doesn't actually have the Richard Jake's music. In that case, I'll, uh, actually, I can't, because I don't, have, I don't have an action replay anymore, so I can't do that. But yeah, Fighting Vipers for the Saturn, I, I'd recommend you pick this one up. Get a Japanese version if you can, because it has more content than the US version, and therefore it's better. Get in War, don't really know too much about this game, except the music's good, that's all you need to know. Golden Axe the Jewel, it was a Golden Axe game made after Golden Axe 1, so I'm not going to assume the best things about it. Jamie asked if it, was the if it was the Fighting Vipers that had a Daytona Hornet. No, that was Fighters Megamix that had a Daytona Hornet. That also had um, Bean the Dynamite and Bark the Polar Bear in it as well, which is great. Um, Guardian Heroes. I hear very good things about this. Electric Boogaloo always, um, always brags about having this game. <laughs> yeah, but aside from that, um, recommend you check it out. If you don't mind emulating it because you're not going to break the bank, no, I said you're not going to break the bank. Uh, oh, oh dear, you've already grabbed your wallet. This is bad. Hang on, GP. Probably recommend you check that out. Manex, Manex TT Superbike. I don't hear the best things about this, but it's a Sega game, and it's a quirky Sega game at that. So check it out. Mr. Bones, very quirky Sega game. A very fun Sega game as well. 
check that one out. Nights into Dreams, what can I say that I haven't already said, because this has appeared in so many uh, episodes of Topical Resort. Absolutely love the Nights. Absolutely love the Night series. Nights into Dreams, favourite game of all time, combined or tied with Sonic Adventure. What's also nice is that Sonic Adventure ties into Nights into Dreams, which is amazing. My two favourite games tie into each other. Awesome. Yeah, highly recommend you check out Nights into Dreams, especially on the original console. Same with Christmas Nights. Buy it on the Saturn, don't buy the HD remake. The HD remake's good, but the Saturn version's better. And especially with Christmas Nights, you get a ton more content on the Saturn, which they cut out the HD version. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. The holy grail of Sega Saturn games. By far the most expensive Saturn game. I'd recommend you check this one out. A very, very good game. However, you once again, you'll have to emulate it because it is the most expensive because it is the crown jewel of any Saturn collector's library. Except, maybe if you're getting Japanese. The Japanese version's quite a bit cheaper. Panzer Dragoon's Way. Excellent game. Not an RPG like Panzer Dragoon Saga. Check that one out. A, a heap of fun. Speaking of heaps of fun, Pio Pio Sun, an absolutely amazing uh, Japanese-only Saturn game because it wasn't released over here in the US and Europe, sadly. So you can have to import a Japanese copy of that one, but it's highly worth it because it's a great game. One of my favourite Pio Pio games, actually. Sakura Tizen 1 and Sakura Tizen 2. Uh, pretty good games. Heavy Japanese. You know, can't really understand them. I don't even know if there's English translations for these games at all. But, um, yeah, check those ones out. They're very fun if you can actually understand them. Sega Rally Championship. What is there to say about Sega Rally Championship that hasn't been said? What an absolute classic. Not only on Radio Sega, also at Sega in general. Great game. Highly recommend you check it out. Same with Sega Touring Car. Also an amazing game. Sega just have that arcade rally style just completely on point. Check out, check out both those games. Especially the soundtracks as well, the soundtracks are amazing. Sega Worldwide Soccer 97. It's a soccer game that has good music, that's all you need to know. Shining Force 3, um, what can I say about this game that Toan won't say instead? So, uh, yeah, I'll leave it to Toan there. Um, Shining the Holy Ark, don't really know too much about it. Shining Wisdom, same thing, I'm sorry. I'm not a Shining expert here. Uh, Shinobi Legions and Shinobi X, great games, and they also had... Re oh, uh, Shinobi X on the Saturn also had... Uh, I think in Europe only had a Richard Jake soundtrack as well. One of his first games. Uh, I'd probably recommend you check them out because they are Shinobi games. They can't be too bad. Right? Oh, oh, Shinobi 3DS exists. Never mind. Uh, Sonic 3D Blast, another Richard Jake's game. Or oh, another Richard Jake's soundtrack, should I say. I really like this game. It's an unpopular opinion, but I love this game so much. It has two amazing Sega soundtracks. One by Richard Jakes and one by um, a combination of people, including Jun Sonoy. But yeah, a great game no matter which platform you play it on, but I think by far the best version is the Saturn version, although you're going to have to put up with those loading times. Ooh, the loading times, they're painful. Sonic Jam, we talked about this two weeks ago, a great collection that also added a uh, unique minigame known as Sonic World, which is also very fun in its own right. Check that one out. Sonic R, another Richard Jake soundtrack, except this time he is joined by TJ Davis. TJ Davis obviously being the vocalist. Uh, great soundtrack there, also a great game. I, I find myself highly enjoying Sonic R. Check that one out. Uh, on the contrary to check that one out, don't check this one out because it's Sonic Extreme and you can't check this one out because it doesn't exist. Because it was never released, however we have the soundtrack to it. There are also a few demos floating about online. 
Um, look up some footage, you can't really check that one out. The House of the Dead, fantastic game, very expensive now. I'd probably recommend you actually check it out on the uh, arcade version of the Saturn version. Three Dirty Dwarfs don't know anything about it. Virtua Cop and Virtua Cop 2, great games, and same with Virtua Fighter 2. There we go, that is all the games on our request resort list. That's quite a lot, and that's, that's been quite draining, actually, because, uh, yeah. Ugh, I'm puffed out now, but um, we got plenty of stuff to go on in here in the chat. So um, we got we got actually Pukuli once again telling me to get a new action replay. I will get a new action replay at some point, but it's like thirty pounds to play imports. Is that really worth it to me? No. Um. Oh, hang on a second. My headphones keep cutting out, and that's why I'm like, hang on, why is it going, um, why, why is the volume dipping? Um, oh, apparently it actually doesn't have Guardian Heroes, I thought you did. Uh, Guardian Heroes is on Xbox 360, that I know of, and that I actually need to buy. Um, and I did forget Panzer Dragoon 1, you are right, because it wasn't on the list of games that I was actually looking at, for some reason. Um... Aside from that, we've also got uh, Duan saying Princess Crown is a nice RPG on the Saturn, Japanese only, but simple enough to play. Electric Pugly says Shining Force is great, and uh, Duan says Shining Force 3 has made a pure win, and Shining Wisdom and Holy Ark are also pretty good. Jamie also points out the fact there's only three more days till Sonic 3D Blast Director's Cut comes out. There's something really funny about the fact that um, the official creator of Sonic 3D Blast has entered into an unofficial Sonic hacking contest. That is very funny to me. Uh Quigley points out that the team behind the Sonic 3D Blast Mega Drive soundtrack is Tatsuyuki Maeda, Jun Sonoi, and Masaru Setsu Maru, and Sero Okamoto. There we go. Aside from that, a few other bits and pieces. Electric really says it's worth it to play X-Men vs. Street Fighter as an action replay has the 4 Ram, RAM expansion. True, but at the same time, is it worth it to pay the money for the 4 megabyte RAM expansion or an action replay just to play just to play one game? Probably. The correct answer is probably, but I'm stingy. Yes. Very, very stingy. And with that in mind, we're quite a bit behind time, so we're going to get on with some music. We got you, we got you two awesome tracks here, but we're going to start you off with some Richard Jake's love from F1 Challenge. This is Suzuka.
And welcome back once again to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard that was from Sonic Extreme. That was Trench. An absolutely fantastic tune. Love that one. And before that was from F1 Challenge, the uh, US and European versions, as I've been informed. 
That was a Suzuka, and now it's time for the topical thesis, where I take an opinion that I've come up with or I've heard from around the Sega community, and I give my spin on it. I give my three points for, my three points against, and then I come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or disagree with the statement at hand. So today's topical thesis is: Is the Saturn library, or the Saturn? Sorry, is the Saturn as bad as everyone remembers it being? So, as always, I'm going to give you my three points for, my three points against, and then I'm going to come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or I disagree with the statement. So, let's get started. So, the Saturn had a great library of first-party titles. Fairly self-explanatory, it had some great Sega games on it, and that's why it's so great. Actually, uh, wait, no, I got this the wrong way around. <laughs> Hang on, so three points for... The Saturn lacks Sonic games and key titles from the Mega Drive lineup. Some people might consider. <laughs> Sorry for getting that the wrong way around. Some people might consider this quite weak. Um, that well, might consider it quite a weak lineup because it doesn't have any strong first-party titles. But on the other hand, there's so many great first-party titles. They're just not Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, it wasn't a great console for third-party games. Self-explanatory, third parties would rather make games for the N64 and especially the Sony PlayStation. The Saturn was pretty much their last choice, especially considering how difficult it was to actually develop for the Saturn in comparison to the other two. And uh, the Saturn was one of the key factors that eventually killed Sega as a console manufacturer, so therefore it must be bad, because it got rid of the Sega we know and love. Boo! Ooh, yeah, that's what I have to say there. So, uh, on the other hand, three points against. The Saturn had a great library of first-party titles. Self-explanatory, you know, the Saturn had great first-party titles that weren't Sonic, more specifically. So many good games on the Saturn. It had some of the best arcade ports available at the time. It sort of had the stigma for being a home arcade machine. Or, uh, <laughs> at least... Com- a home arcade machine that wasn't the price of the Neo Geo. And, um, final. Oh, not finally. Um, actually, yeah, finally, sorry. Excluding, excluding games, the console itself is very well designed, both in software and hardware, and honestly, it feels like a premium product. It has the original Sega flair to it, it feels premium, it, it doesn't feel like that cheap, plasticky Nintendo. It feels like that, that awesome Sega that's expensive and is the Rolex of, of uh, the games industry. You know, it feels premium, which is why I put that there. So, conclusion. Even though I do understand where people who hate or dislike the Saturn are coming from, at the same time, the Saturn was such a great console and had so many great games that I can't say I really agree, at least from my personal stance. So, in my opinion, the Saturn isn't as bad as everyone remembers it being. So, what's your opinion on your... What's your opinion on that opinion? You have many different places where you can get in your opinion. You can get in your opinion on Twitter at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at The Green Viper. You can get it in through Facebook at Radio Sega. You can get it in through a email, topicalresort at gmail.com. You can get it in for a Radio Sega private message, uh, I am Green Vibrate on the forums, or you can get it in on a um, Discord message, radioacid.ga forward slash Discord. For all those places to be able to get in your opinion right there, and now we're going to take a look at the chat. Alex uh, Bootloo says no, the Saturn wasn't the Saturn wasn't as bad as everyone remembers it being. 
And uh, Diane says, people remember the Saturn as being bad. Yes, there was quite a strong movement on the internet for a very long time, from like the 2000s up until like 2012, that the Saturn was awful. But it was actually awesome. I don't know what these people are talking about. It's a great console. In fact, most people nowadays seem to agree. I just think it was like a group of people going, meh, this isn't as good because it doesn't have Sonic on it. Meh. So, um, as uh, Shadix AKD rightfully points out, Western people think it's bad, it's great in Japan. And Elish <laughs> Fugu says, I didn't think it was bad at all, just misunderstood. Oh. And Elish uh, Fugu says he thought it was the 32X that killed Saturn. That is my stance, but that's other people's stances that the Saturn killed him. I still believe that the 32X killed it myself. My opinion doesn't matter, JK, JK, JK. No, you, you are correct, my opinion doesn't matter. Wiggle also points out another good reason. It's because Sega Japan wanted to head start over, over Sony, hence the botched US launch. And apparently uh, one of his cousins had the Saturn back in the day. One of the four people back in the day who actually had a Saturn because they were rich. Filthy, filthy rich. Of course I'm joking. But it was very expensive for the time. I, I, in, the, in the UK it was like £399, I think I remember reading which is stupidly expensive for a console especially when you take inflation to account like in fact don't take inflation to account in a second 399 pounds the most expensive console of this generation was the xbox one which launched at 300 pounds so <laughs> who, who's right mind thought that 399 pounds 400 pounds for a console was a good idea who, whose marketing decision was this? Unless I got the price wrong, but I feel like I remember reading that when I was researching. Um, and also, Skyblaze points out the launch disaster in Europe slash uh, North America did little favours. And its marketing was misjudged in the UA compared to the magnificent marketing in Japan of obviously Sagata Sanjuro. Um, the marketing in the US. <laughs> the famous Nights into Dreams advert, which I'm sure Electric Google will post a GIF from at some point. With the uh, PlayStation being dropped out the window. But that wasn't the best part. The, the best part of um, <laughs> the Nights advert was how much it cost. It cost so much money and it was edited in Movie Maker by the looks of it. That's just how poor it was. It has gone down infamously as one of the worst Sega commercials ever. That's how good it is. But it's now time for some music because we need to move on so we can take some calls on the Discord call-in. So I'm going to play you a track from Sega Worldwide Soccer 97 because it has some good music despite it being a football game. You know, it's better than FIFA in that regard because it actually has original music that wasn't made by talented artists. So, from that game, this is BGM1 because nobody can think of a name for it right here on the Topical Resort.
Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord calling.
Oh dear, we appear to be running ridiculously low on time right now because <laughs> we are overrunning quite a bit. I apologise, Rexy, sorry. What you just heard there was from Sonic 3D Blast for the Saturn. That was Gene Gadget's own Act 1. And before that, from Zeg Worldwide Soccer 97. That was BGM 1. And now it's time for the Discord call-in where you have your chance to talk about the topic at hand through Discord and you can call in. So, well, I'm, g I'm not going to leave this too much longer because we've only got about five minutes and I'm going to drag on our first guest. And welcome D to the Discord call-in. Hello, Viper. I've been expecting you. So, anyway, what what relating to the Saturn would you like to talk about today? Um, how great Tomb Raider was on the Saturn. Uh, yeah, yeah. How <laughs> how great Tomb Raider was. Yeah, Go. with um the phenomenal um twenty frames per second, maybe less than that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seemed to pick and choose when it actually wanted to uh, be hit 20 and 60. Yeah, well, even I don't think it even hit 60, let alone No, I think 30. that was a bit generous. Yeah, I think you were being a bit too kind with that. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting game, but aside from obviously sarcasm, what, what were some of your favourite games mm. for the Saturn? Hmm, um... I would say... I'm looking behind me, by the way. <laughs> Sonic Jam, really. I've not that. I've not really got that much. Outside of Knights. Knights is an obvious one, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Everyone likes Knights, except for certain people. Maybe called Jamie. <laughs> he, he, likes, he likes Journey of Dreams. The trace of it. He doesn't like oh, the original. I couldn't get into that one. That's, I found that's Journey of Dreams incredibly boring. <laughs> Tedious. Yeah, tedious is actually more the word. Yeah. Like, a, the progression is completely different. True. Uh, so, go ahead and give a brief overview of what your first experience with the console was then, I guess. Seven years ago, I bought it, uh, oh well, bought it off my friend, close friend James. 20 quid. Bargain. <laughs> that is a bargain. Hey, you love video games, right? And it's like, well, yeah, you know me, you, you idiot. And it's like, yeah, do you want this? Yeah, <laughs> you just knew I loved it. So, fish bash bosh. That works very well because I think it's a lot. Funny, it, it, the funny thing is, it came with Tomb Raider as well. <laughs> nice. I think I the know. thing is, like a lot of people were probably expecting like this grand story of bought it day one, you know, the struggle and all that sort of stuff. But no, instead, no, no, true gamers get their consoles of friends. I weren't old enough, and you didn't exist. So, you also didn't earn enough. That, that's a good point as well. Earn enough. How old? How old? How old? Ninety-seven, right? So ninety-seven, ninety. I, I don't, I don't even know how old I am anymore. <laughs> You've lost count. Aiden, my nephew. I've got my nephew with me, by the way. Oh, nice. Good evening. Yeah, I'm, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> He's um. My nephew's played Saturn. Which, which one did he play again? Did he play Sonic Hour? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at that. So I would have been five in 1997. I mean, at least you played a good game with him. Like you, you could have played Tomb Raider with him. Yeah, well, I think we have played Tomb Raider, but we played it on PC, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. You just got a memory of us, too. Does it count? Does it now? I mean, you, you played the good one, at least. I was yeah. also talking about you didn't torture him with the Saturn version, which is nice. Good, you know, good, good, um, <laughs> good uncle, obviously. Yeah, there's one game I really, 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 really want now. And what would that be? 
Fighters Mega Mix, is it called? Mega Mix My Fighters? Yeah, Fighters Mega Mix. Fantastic yeah. game. Ah, but you, I think it was. Didn't you say it was um, the Japanese version for Pepsi Man? Uh, that's Fighting Vipers that has Pepsi Man. Is it? Oh, yeah. I got Fighting Vipers. And that's, that's good. If the soundtrack to that. It's, it doesn't really fit the game half the time, but it's, it's good. Fighting Vipers is a very fun game. Yeah, the, the soundtrack's, like, odd, but it's a fun game and the music is good otherwise. You, you it just doesn't fit. You think, wow, what, the mu- what, what type of game is this going to be? Like, music-wise? If you're, if you're a nerd like us. Indeed. Uh, apparently I have kids on the show now. No, this is a tradition. I, I asked Dorothy sung for us at one point. I'm not a kid. I'm a kid. I'm a squid. I, I was about <laughs> to make that joke, but you made it for me, so thank you, I Dean. I know, I'm quicker than you. You should know this. Yeah, you, you're going to run around me next. See, I've already got you predicted. Yay. Oh, Kaden picked a football game. You no, know what, Kaden? Do me a favour. Um, Lord, put the Saturn on. What we got in the Saturn? Just press the middle button, yeah. See what's inside it. Yeah, press it in. On a jam. Nice, <laughs> good pick as well. On, but, on, but anyway, Dean. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> but yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show, and hopefully next time, time we can actually dedicate enough time to you. I know, cause I'm awesome. Indeed. <laughs> first time, and hopefully not the last. A first time. Wow. Can but I any- the last time. Last time I thought was properly on this was obviously RSM, which no one really cares about. But you know, <laughs> you, you build, you're building the tracks back. You, you're coming back slowly. You just climb, running up that hill. Climbing the ranks again. But any like last things you'd like to say before I drag you back to the chill out? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> what was your Twitter handle? That would help. What's my name? What, what, what my name is on here? It's just Shaddix Croft. Go and follow him, guys. Yes. And anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show, Dean, and we'll see you later. Sayonara. Sayonara indeed, Shadow the Hedgehog. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, eh. Why's my dra- My dragging has suddenly stopped working. I don't know why. You're going to have to leave manually. <laughs> eh? Oh, no! Discord has crashed! <laughs> Literally, all of my Discord servers have just gone out. That, that's bad. <laughs> Discord just had a like sudden crash. Whoops, and uh, I should probably disconnect, so let's do that right now. L- let me disconnect, please. Thank you. I need to move on. Please. Please. <laughs> let me disconnect. Oh, I don't even know what's happened at this point. I'm just going to close Discord. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, thanks so much to Dean for coming on the Topical, uh, the Topical Resort and also the Discord calling up next is the topic mix where I play you a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode of a Sega track relating a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode a remix relating to the topic of the episode and a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode we're a bit behind so we're going to have to start immediately but I sort of broke the rules a bit because um, our Sega track is Sonic Heart Diamond in the Sky but yeah enjoy the topic mix let's get scratching let's
And officially, welcome back to the last time for the Topical Resort. Apologies, we are going to overrun a little bit, Rexy. But hold in there for just a second, because we are about to be done. We actually just received another um, another response to the uh, Topical Thesis for today, and it was from Mirko, who says, Yes, the Saturn was awful. Because um, the Saturn apparently didn't even have games, to which I responded with, the Saturn had plenty of great games, to which Mirko responded with, did it have Sonic games though? Yes, it had three of them. You just may not like those Sonic games, but it had three Sonic games. Just saying. <laughs> but yes, because it's Mirko, I, I enjoy winding up Mirko. That was the topical, um, that was a toppy mix, and um, that the non-Sega track for this week was Saturn Bomberman, the battle game, which is a remix of Mega Bomberman's battle game, which is a um, classic here on Radio Sega, thanks to Ravseg. And before that was a track from A Night's Remix in Other Dreams, that was Growing Wings, Peak Power from After Hour Climax. That was a um, that was our remix block, and that was a remix of obviously A Night's track. And uh, kicking off the block was from Sonic Heart, and that was Diamond in the Sky. And now we're going to have to officially leave you because we're going to overrun other ways. So, I have been Green Vaporate, you guys have been Electric Boogaloo, Mr. Mr. Rexy Wonderfan, Mirko, Ele- I've already said Electric Boogaloo, um, Doan, Shaddix, uh, Lost Impact, uh, One Point, uh, Azu. we also had, um, we had a few other people such as Skyblaze drop in every now and then. But yes, I want to thank you all so much, everyone who tuned into the show. We're going to leave you with one final track. And of course, I had to put this last. I absolutely adore this track, if you know me. So, from Sega Touring Car Championship, this is Don't Drop Me. I've been Green Vibrate. This has been the Topical Resort. Join me next week for another off-topic episode where we recap the month's Sega news. But for now, as always, stay topical.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.